and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength and to love your neighbour as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. Praise God for that reading of his word. We're going to sing hymn number 54 in the Songs of Fellowship. Brother, sister, let me serve you.
if you please take your seats. And if the children would like to come back down to the front again, that would be wonderful. I'm wondering how many of you would like to be a superhero? Anybody would like to be a superhero? Batman is good. What does it take to be a superhero? Sarah. Superpowers. Strength. Kindness. Kindness. Oh, like it. Good. The ability to do something, even though it seems almost impossible. Fantastic. Now, I'm wondering if we could create some superheroes th- here this morning. And I've got some ingredients that might be able to help us. So I want three volunteers. Enoch. Betty. And... Come on, then. Um, Chisa. So, first ingredient. Right. There we go. Can we put this on? There we are, Betty. No, Betty, Betty you'd probably rather have the pink one. Is it upside down? An upside down suit. Whoa. Shall we give the, the unicorn to Dad? Right, okay. Now, come along here. See if you can jump off the steps and fly. See if you can fly. Arms out. Zara, you might want to move and jump off the steps. No, no. Good try. Something else. Something's missing. Right. Let's see if this helps. Let's see if this helps. Who's that super? There you are, Renock. There we go. See if I hope it stays there. That looks like yours, Betty. And this looks like yours. Right, try again. Let's see if we can have another flight pose for Abby. That's it. One, two, three. Whoops. And Batgirl is a little bit behind. Come <laughs> on, oh, sweetheart. Off we go then. See? No. Right, okay. There's one thing missing. You need these over the top of your trousers. Try that. Try that. Yeah, absolutely. Shall we help you, Betty? Step in. Brilliant. And pull up. Brilliant. Right. Are we ready? How are we doing, Enoch? Whoops. And that's it. Now, up top step. Top step. Are we ready to fly? One, two, three, go. Hey. Well done, guys. Come and sit down here. Where do you want to sit? Come and sit down there with everybody. You can keep the costumes on for a few minutes if you want to. So, the cape didn't work. The mask didn't work. The underwear outside the trousers didn't work. 
So where do our superheroes get their strength from? In their mind. Good. Reuben? How does Spider-Man get his superpowers? Spider bit him, didn't it? And it put, then his powers were in. So earlier in our service, we saw some superheroes rescuing people. Real live superheroes. Where did they get their power from, to their acts of heroism? Where do we think? Yes, Sarah. They get a job. So in that job, they get trained to do the job, don't they? Anything else? They are part of a close-knit team, aren't they? So they all work together to support each other. And, and they care. Okay. So in our reading, we heard about a conversation between Jesus and a teacher of the law. David, if you mind giving that one up, please. Thank you. He asked Jesus which was the greatest of the commandments. The response that he received was, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength and then to love your neighbour as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. The teacher agreed that loving your neighbour was more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. More important than being seen in all the places we think we need to be seen at. More important than following the rituals, wearing the right clothes to church. More important than turning up on time. God doesn't mind if you're a bit late. What worries him is how you treat your neighbours and how your heart is when you come to worship. If you move on to the next slide, David, please. In John's Gospel, we hear Jesus giving his disciples a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Think about your neighbours. Do you find it easy to love everyone? God has made us all different. We think differently. We look different. We smell different. We like different food. And we can think of those who do things differently. We can think those who do things differently are wrong and judge them. There will be some in here this morning celebrating the fact that we're no longer part of the European Union, whereas others will be thinking that the events of the past few years were nothing but a disaster. Some of you would rather be sitting on softer chairs, whereas some of you are more comfortable in the traditional pews. And others among you will be far happier singing the first hymn that we sang this morning, Love Divine, than the ones we sang in the middle of our service. Those of us who, parents, who are parents know that our children, however many we have, all have different personalities and traits. And I'm sure they look at you guys, thinking of your funny little habits and blaming them on the in-laws. We are all God's children, and one thing is certain. Just as your mums and dads love you more than you'll ever know, until you might become mums and dads yourselves, that's how much and more that God loves all of you. And he wants us to love each other. 
In two weeks' time, the florists, supermarkets, and card shops will have had one of their busiest times. The price of red roses will have multiplied several times. Heart-shaped boxes of chocolates will be snatched from the shelves, and folk will be receiving cards from those they love, or perhaps be a little bit disappointed if nothing lands on their doormat apart from an electricity bill. Do you think that's the way God expects us to show his love to each other, his children, our own brothers and sisters? In his letter to the Corinthians, Paul tells us what love is. He writes, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. I'm wondering, are we always all as patient as we should be? Sometimes our colleagues or our classmates annoy us and we get cross. If we're out driving, someone might cut us up, we get angry, but maybe there's a reason they're in a hurry. Could we be kinder? Perhaps we could make time to help others, do something for them, instead of pointing out that they've not done it. Have you ever looked at something a friend has and thought, I'd really like that? Perhaps you could just be pleased for them that they have something really nice. And how often do we get angry? Or for, or for, long, or for too long we hold on to that anger? When we have been hurt, it's hard to let go. If we see something that we think is unfair, we become angry at the injustice against someone else. Forgiveness is really hard. Really hard. It takes time, and it takes prayer. If any of you are struggling to let go of something, or have seen an injustice against a friend or a colleague, we have a prayer ministry team at the end of the service who will be pleased to pray with you after our service this morning. We live in a world that needs superheroes. But we have an energy, you and I, have an energy source that can help us be the heroes that the world needs. We need to remember the words of the angel to Mary. Nothing is impossible with God. Earlier in our service, we sang the words for John 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believed shall not perish, but they'll have eternal life. God loves you so much that he gave Jesus so that you could have eternal life. That's you, Jacob. You, Reuben. You, Aku. All of you. God wants to be your energy source. He loves you and wants you to share that love in his world. He loves us all. Not just those of us here on a Sunday morning in February, 
He loves everyone out there too and wants them, wants them to know him. That's where you come in. That's where you come in. You don't need a cape or a mask or even to wear your pants on the outside to save lives. You need to ask God into your life and show his love to everyone you meet, whether you know them or not, whether you know them or not, rich or poor, young or old. Regardless of appearance or habits, there is a place for everyone at God's table. And you can be superheroes for God. You can do it. They want to see something different in you, so they will want a piece of it for themselves. David, could we have that last picture up, please? Yeah. In the words of the character on the screen, I'm so small, said the mole. Yes, said the boy, but you make a huge difference. You too, everybody here, can make the difference in someone's life. Ask God to help you today. Shall we pray? Loving Father, we are here today to worship you. And we pray that as we leave our service this morning, that you will equip us.